Welcome to Explorations of the Heart and Soul, guided meditations by Australian Zen teacher Andrew Tutel. Find out more at ordinarymind.com.au. Andrew's Zen teachings are made possible by donations from people like you. So I was contemplating the guidance of this meditation and the analogy came to me that you may like to think of my voice as a guide that you can bring closer or move further away from whilst you do your practice. You may like to practice with my voice in the background, or you may like to bring it to the foreground. Whatever works for you in your practice. And speaking of what works, I want to pose a few questions as we begin. You will have cognitive answers or responses to this question or set of questions. Allow those cognitive responses to come up and perhaps bring some curiosity to any other responses further beneath the cognitive response. And the first question is, what are we doing here and now? What are we doing here and now? I'll leave some silence for this question to settle into your mind and heart and body.
next question is why? Why are you doing what you're doing right now? Again, there'll be a cognitive response. That's fine. There's something beneath the cognitive response. Another way to frame that is what matters about this? What is it about this that matters to you? some more silence to let this question settle into the mind and heart and body. Final question that I'd like to invite 
need to consider. So what are your gaining ideas? If you have them. Is there a part of you that seeks to gain something from doing what we're doing? What is that exactly? Again, the cognitive mind will jump up with an answer. Again, the invitation is to look a little bit beneath that cognitive answer. There's something deeper. Perhaps the invitation is to see what it feels like to have this question posed. As a follow on from that last question, is there space for that part that wishes to gain, if indeed there is that part? And space for you to witness this part, allow it to exist. Whilst you engage in this practice of being, 
this practice of experiencing your mind, your heart, your body, while simultaneously observing yourself experiencing. It's like the feeling of breathing in and breathing out and the simultaneous knowing that you are breathing in, knowing that you're breathing out. the experience of thinking a thought and the knowing of the process of thinking. pure felt experience of being embodied, contacting whatever is supporting your body in this moment. And being aware of sensing. It's impossible to not be in one of those two positions at any one time. We are always experiencing and we can practice bearing witness to the experience, being the knower of experience.
you can perhaps use a, a guide to stepping into the knower, stepping into being the witness. Simply asking, what is this? What is this experience right now? You can further refine that if you like by breaking down elements of experience. Cognition or thinking. Emotion, tone feeling time. And then the different sense gates. Or if you prefer, you can Ask what this unified experience feels like. What is this unified experience I'm having right now in this moment? What is this? What is this moment 
What is my experience of this moment? Can I be this experience as it is? including my reaction to it, including my responses to it, including my thoughts and feelings about it, including my bodily reaction to it. Can I allow this moment to be as it is? Just this moment. Just this experience. Nothing to add, nothing to subtract. complete and perfect in its own right. I'd like to use the last few minutes to read a poem. By Alan Bass called Relax. Bad things are going to happen. Your tomatoes will grow a fungus. And your cat will get run over. Someone will leave the bag with the ice cream melting in the car and throw your blue cashmere sweater in the dryer. Your husband will sleep with the girl your daughter's age, her breasts spilling out of her blouse. Or your wife will remember she's a lesbian and leave you for the woman next door. The other cat, the one you never really liked, will contract a disease that requires you to pry open its feverish mouth every four hours. Your parents will die. No matter how many vitamins you take, how much Pilates, you'll lose your keys, your hair, and your memory. If your daughter doesn't plug her heart into every live socket she passes, you'll come home to find your son has emptied the refrigerator, dragged it to the curb, 
and called the used appliance store for a pickup drug money. There's a Buddhist story of a woman chased by a tiger. When she comes to a cliff, she sees a sturdy vine and climbs halfway down. But there's also a tiger below. And two mice, one white, one black, scurry out and begin to gnaw at the vine. At this point, she notices a wild strawberry growing from a crevice. She looks up, down, at the mice. Then she eats the strawberry. So here's the view, the breeze, the pulse in your throat. Your wallet will be stolen. You'll get fat. Slip on the bathroom tiles of a foreign hotel and crack your hip. You'll be lonely. Oh, taste how sweet and tart the red juice is. How the tiny seeds crunch between your teeth. I'm going to read those last three lines one more time. Oh, taste how sweet and tart the red juice is. How the tiny seeds crunch between your teeth. 